0: What's up everyone? Welcome to this name Philly Sports History for April 15th, 2023. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. You can see we're not in the normal spot. I'm up in the mountains for my annual guys' golf trip. Allergies, uh, this whole fresh mountain air thing is taking a toll on my allergies, but we'll manage through. Of course, I tried to bring my microphone and which I did, but I forgot the the power cord, or uh, not the power cord, the USB cord. Usually those things help, so I do apologize if the sound is somewhat off today. did make the effort. It doesn't test it up here. It did not sound nearly as bad as it did in Mexico, maybe because I'm outside. I don't know. We'll just go with it. Um, but with that being said, Phillies update, 8-3. Tawan Walker went six innings. Finally, we're getting some legs out of our starting pitchers. Hopefully, that is going to help the bullpen out and lead to basically getting on track. I mean, it does help that you're playing the Reds as well, but um, good overall game by the the yesterday. Bryson Stott is now hit uh, safely in 14 straight games. Red hot, man, red hot, and we will definitely, hopefully he can keep that going as well as get the base running mishaps uh, under control. But good win for the Phillies. They're back in action tonight. But it is officially Sixers playoff time. I feel like this is what we've been waiting for all year as Sixers fans. This is ultimately what this season was all about. Was about the playoffs. We're in the playoffs, um, and just I want to see what what they do and it, a lot's going to be everybody's like oh who's the pressure on is it on james harden is it on Embiid? is it on doc i think it's squarely on doc i think Joe's going to step up and do what he needs to do uh, it comes down to doc doc has been the the issue with this team in the playoffs since he's been here so hopefully he can get his head out of his ass and get out of his own way and uh luckily they play the nets which uh, if you didn't already listen to the latest back to the Future. Anywhere you get your podcasts, Back to the Future with the PH, we previewed the Sixers net series, talked a little bit about their history as franchises, but honestly, I, I, I don't see how the, the Sixers lose this series, so Sixers Nets today at one, honestly, the NBA was like nobody wants to see this game, so we will put it on at one, um, I don't even think Nets fans want to see it, but we'll go with that. Uh, And speaking of the Sixers, I talked yesterday about Josh Harris uh, buying or putting a bid in and uh, Daniel Snyder accepting it to buy the Washington Commanders. I didn't even realize that he's from the Washington metro area. So that's going to be, that makes sense to me then why he bought that team. But still it's, uh, I don't know. I think I'm really going to miss Daniel Snyder. And. I don't know. I don't. Maybe the owners can block it because they they're going to miss Daniel Snyder too. I like I said. I know he has his warts and his issues, but uh, I don't know. But <clears throat> I wanted to mention that because I was trying to figure out why he did that. This is probably like his dream. Something like me buying the Eagles uh, if I had a billion dollars. But today we're going to go back to 1965 on April 15th, 1965. It was Game Seven of the NBA. Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics beat the Sixers 110 to 109. Will Chamberlain had 30 points, 32 rebounds on 12 of 15 shooting. Sam Jones had 37 for the Celtics, and I know everybody always wants to put up Bill Russell against Will Chamberlain. Russell had 15 points, 29 rebounds and 8 assists on his own, but that was not necessarily the big story of this game. Yes, it happened, but it was one of the greatest playoff calls by an announcer in NBA playoff history. And if you've ever watched anything to do with the NBA and the NBA history, chances are you do know what this call is. Um, with five seconds left, basically here's how the game ended. Five seconds left, Hal Greer threw the ball inbounds. Um tried to go to the length of the court. He saw Wilt going toward the basket. I mean, it's a grainy black and white photo, so you never know, but Wilt probably because Wilt is Wilt would have scored and won the game for the Sixers to send them to the NBA Finals, but John Havlicek steals the ball, passes over to Sam Jones, who then runs out the clock. But if you've ever heard this, the Celtics broadcaster had one of the best and most memorable memorable unless you're a Sixers fan sound bites of all time. It's when he says Havlicek steals over to Sam Jones. Havlicek stole the ball. It's all over. Havlicek stole the ball. If you go on YouTube, you can easily find this at, if you haven't heard this. But it, it pains me because of, one, the Sixers lose. And two, it's the Celtics. But it is one of those calls like, the Giants win the pennant. Like all of those memorable uh, announcer calls. This is one of those ones that, in the world of NBA sound bites, this is one of the best if you've ever heard it. So I, I do suggest looking it up. Uh, it's Grainy footage, however, but it's like, Havlicek stole the ball. Um, so, the Celtics did go on to win the championship. There was their seventh straight championship. The Sixers were still two years away, but we know all about the Sixers-Celtics rivalry. Uh, definitely went back to that time. In my opinion, one of the best rivalries in sports. Actually, Obviously, you have the Celtics-Lakers, but the Sixers-Celtics, there's just something about it. Slightly one-sided in the fact that Boston usually won a lot of those, but yeah. um, it's Sixers Celtics, and, and we're—if you listen to Back to the Future—we're squarely looking at that as the the end goal, or not even the end goal. It's just what's going to happen most likely in the playoffs. So, Sixers Celtics, but. On this day, the Celtics got the better of the Sixers back in 1965, 110 to 109. The Celtics announcer, one of the greatest NBA calls ever. I'm not going to say it again because it I wasn't alive, obviously. But I have the to checks told them out. Uh, but look it up. All right, let's go to our Eagles draft pick spotlight. Today, we're going to go to LJ Smith. And the tight end, who is a Highland Park, New Jersey native, was a second-round pick number 61 overall out of Rutgers in 2003. Spent six years with the Eagles, one with the Ravens. Uh, In college, he had a pretty solid career, 122 catches for 1,458 yards and a touchdown. Andy Reid, being who he is, always looking for guys that could be athletic and actually play a role in his offense at the tight end spot, decided to to take LJ in the second round. He backed up Chad Lewis as a rookie. Got his time to shine when he got a chance to play. He was very good during that Super Bowl season in 2004. He scored the first touchdown in Super Bowl 39 on uh, a pretty decent catch. One, like it, a lot of plays in that Super Bowl 39 are overlooked because of the the, lo- the loss and how they played. But Chad or uh, L.J. Smith didn't play that bad. Like that was a pretty athletic, decent catch. Uh, Once Chad Lewis retired and T.O. obviously left, like, those couple years, he was one of Donovan's favorite targets. Um, In his six years with the Eagles, he had 233 catches for 2,525 yards and 18 touchdowns. And again, he was Donovan's guy. Uh, Andy Reid's offense is predicated a lot of times on that tight end. Look at what Kelsey's doing. Um, So part of it was he was able to do whatever he could do with the offense, but He was a decent player too, so I don't. I don't want to take anything away from L.J. Smith. I think the Eagles have always had a history, uh, at least in the past thirty years, forty years, of having good quality guys. Excuse me, at tight end. So L.J. Smith just falls in line with that. But L.J. Smith, two thousand three, second round pick, number sixty one overall, out of Rutgers in two thousand three. On this day in nineteen sixty five. The Celtics beat the Sixers in the Eastern Conference final 110 109. But the, the biggest story out of that game was the Celtics uh, announcer's call. And it's one of the one of those ones that you have to hear, you have to look at. So go ahead and give that a call or check out and see the call of Have the Check stole the Ball. All right. This has been This Day in Philly Sports History. I'm Jim Montgomery. Be sure to check out. Back to the future for our Sixers playoff preview. Go Sixers. Let's blow them out. Hopefully, I hit the ball straight today. My allergies clear up. Hopefully, the sound is good. and I just didn't spend the last 10 minutes talking about nothing. But go have yourselves a Saturday. And until next time, I will see you when I see you.